ஆலிபாபாட்டி you can either borrow the money from from your friends through a peer to peer transaction either through a money transfer or they have a product known as huabuy where they actually sit and scan your social media score they they actually sit and scan your past transactions and everything it gives you a line of credit within a very short span of time without having to go through the hassle of a wet signature extended kyc waiting for a long period of time etc then when it comes to investments as well and financial as creative products wherein the temporary money sitting in your account can actually be invested on your behalf i think the aum that they have right now even it's close to rivaling some of the mutual fund houses that are actually present in india as well as the rest of the world and even though it started off a few years after alibaba actually started off as well it coincided on the time when china joined the wto and the chinese dragon started ascending around that so for the rest of the world as well china is more or less always been a black box it becomes very hard for us to decipher the signal from the noise but one thing that's become apparent to all the fund managers across the world is that the best bet you can actually take in china it's either on alibaba and the best bet in terms of fintech in china is going to be ant financial i mean we've actually seen this epitomized in the fact that for a, i think they're raising about 34 odd billion dollars they invoked their green shoe to make it a slightly larger offer uh, they've actually attracted investors close to a tune of about 3 trillion dollars that's higher than the gdp of india and that's also higher higher than the gdp of the uk as well now archana could you tell us about the factors that helped ant to become you know the giant that it is and not just in payments of course in insurance in lending and investments that's right indu the really interesting aspect about ant is something that siddharth pointed out that it has crept into every aspect of a chinese person's life which in a sense sort of puts that in a nutshell isn't it it's not about the size of the business or the staggering numbers that we've been hearing over mm-hmm. the past weeks in the run up to this you know mega 
big bang ipo it is really the influence that ant has in the lives of ordinary chinese people and it has consciously done that when jack ma launched ant in 2004 say 5 years or so after the e-commerce site came up it was actually predicated on ensuring that ordinary people would get a slice of the online e-com action and more importantly get access to credit that would otherwise not be available easily enough for people to indulge in consumer spending so i think it's important to understand these two factors that have sort of come together to make ant what it is today so they have not just offered an array of products they have made transactions seamless and easy you don't need to be a financial whiz to now invest money raise a loan or pay for something to my mind that's what makes ant financial absolutely spectacular yeah and i'm and i'm glad you brought up the small businesses because uh, what i understood is that the name ant in fact came from that because jack ma conceived it as something that could serve the needs of you know small and medium businesses absolutely absolutely i think it's very symbolic that name it was about bringing the ordinary individual on the street and the small business the mom and pop shops our you know if i may then maybe you know sort of say equivalent of the kiranas of india hmm. on to a digital platform and that is a humongous absolutely huge effort which is now paying off right so yeah. i think what we are now seeing is absolutely spectacular and it is based on clear strong fundamentals true so that do you think any other country could have come up with their version of ant i think ant financial is a completely chinese company and the cocktail of factors that actually led to its emergence and the dominance of ant financial i don't actually see that happening across the rest of the world because ant financial came up at the time when an entire large nation with nascent stages of ascendancy there are a number of state owned enterprises and state owned players who have been part of that entire journey and it's curated that up it's come up in an area which is under the great firewall of china so the amount of foreign intervention and foreign competition in that particular aspect was much lesser i don't actually foresee that happening in any other country archana what do you think are the chances that you know india could produce its own version of ant what would you say are both you know the prospects and the hurdles that stand in the way Indu, my uh, counter to that is: Do we actually need an ant equivalent in India? Is a gargantuan size the only way to go about solving a problem? Yes, we. And I'm referring to digital building a digital uh, payment ecosystem as a problem right now because we have roadblocks and hurdles, including the uh, you know the zero MDR, which. actually disincentivizes a lot of fintech players from going out and making those innovation investments in innovation so to speak but that's one part of it of course so could you just for those listeners who are not familiar with the zero mdr concept could you briefly uh, explain that yeah essentially uh, what uh, zero mdr i think sadat could probably talk about it a little more essentially what it does is it takes away the incentive that a, a fintech player could provide a merchant to use his payment system because he gets a cut of the transaction now the zero mdr takes that away so the merchant doesn't feel as uh, motivated to continue using say a particular platform right if there is nothing in it for him so sure. has no skin in the game so to speak that is one aspect of it there's been a lot of uh, you know approaches that uh, fintech players have made to the government so 
it's still early days. We, it, it has been in force for about eight months. Uh, so that's where I'm coming from, Indu, when I'm talking about the fact that, in, you know, what I think we should fundamentally understand, it's one of the ways that we react, right? For instance, when we had the social networks coming in, and it's a constant question we ask ourselves in India, will we have a Google? Will we have a Facebook? Sure. Will we have an Uber? But of course, we did get an Ola. So that's a different thing. But I think fundamentally, what we need to, from an India perspective, is look at it from what works for our market. Because what we, while we are both Asian countries and we have large populations, I think our similarity ends over there. The Chinese consumer and the consumption patterns that you see in China are very different from what you see in India. The challenge in India, as any startup will tell you right now, is to reach the next 500 million consumers. We need to get people onto the internet. Not everybody is already here. And when they come onto the internet, what are they going to be spending their time and money on will be fundamentally different from a consuming public in China that has possibly gone up in terms of the products and services up the value chain in what they will spend money on. I think finally, it does come out to the consumption patterns, to lifestyle patterns, of course. which is where I'm arguing the point that do we need an ant? I don't know whether we actually need an ant, but what I think we definitely need is several strong competing fintech players who have innovative products that can reach different parts of this country. India, in a sense, is not also a homogeneous market, nor does it have a homogeneous set of consumers. Those are absolutely interesting points that you raise. Siddharth, what do you think, uh, especially considering that Ant is also considered a sort of a fintech supermarket in a sense, and to some extent, it seems to have served as a playbook for domestic players like Paytm and PhonePay. So what do you think the chances of an Indian Ant coming up? Uh, I think what we'll see emerge in India is not just one grand and financial. I think what India needs, what India deserves, uh, what India will end up happening is about four or five different companies, similar in stature and size and approach to and financials that actually cater to different parts of the entire market as well. So I do, I do agree with Archana's thesis that India, because of its diversity, makes it very hard to have a sort of one-size-fits-all policy for basically everyone within the country itself. My final question uh, to both of you, Ant has you know, made a couple of investments in India, but the current geopolitical crisis that we're currently seeing with China, that's obviously it's going to impact uh, overseas expansions and investments, including in India. How do you see that aspect uh, playing out? Do you think India will still be of interest to Ant? No, I think to any company across the entire world, India is a country that's actually go, always going to be on their roadmap because India is more or less the last untapped market in the entire world where there's 1 billion people we've actually crossed in terms of a, uh, the per capita income. On a PPP basis or the purchasing power basis, patty basis, we actually crossed $2,000. And that's a, that's a landmark number because it indicates that a person is no longer spending purely for the basis of substance, but it's also going to be driven it's going to be driven a very large extent by consumption. And we actually see come out of that, uh, come out of a particular part. So all these countries, all these companies do have India on the forefront because of the fact that 4G costs are actually lowest across the entire world. The number of smartphone users are actually coming, are actually increasing to a large extent. And India, because India interacts with the free internet across the entire world and not as part of the great firewall of China or not within that particular confines, but also dramatically altering the entire contours and landscape of, uh, of, of the internet worldwide. We've actually seen Indian people coming onto YouTube and drive T-series to become the number one subscribed channel on YouTube, actually uh, 
uh, this one eclipsing PewDiePie as well. Are we actually seeing that entire thing happening? So everybody wants to wants to capture a share of the Indian wallet as well as the Indian mindset. The only question that's going to be left in everyone's mind is: Is India essentially going to become a digital colony of the rest of the countries across the world, or can India actually borrow the best from the American playbook and the sort of Chinese playbook to ensure that there's there's wide enough, there's a large enough amount of domestic capital can actually come into the Indian companies, so Indian companies can also have the right number of tools and not be at a fundamental disadvantage when it comes to actually competing with the global giants in its own country. I'm I'm not advocating for a similar kind of approach. Protectionist approach at China. I'm just saying Indians should not be placed at a fundamental disadvantage when it comes to actually tackling a number of a number of the global giants coming in because the laws that apply to the global giants are not the same laws that actually apply to India. We're more concentrated on FDI than we actually are on domestic investments as well. So I think that mindset shift needs to happen. There is a large amount of capital that's actually waiting in the country as well, and that. Domestic capital will actually make or break the entire Indian ecosystem. So, Archana, what about you? Do you think that uh, India is going to stay on Ant's radar when it comes to investments and expansion? Indu, again, I'd like to take the counter view. It's not so much whether India will remain on Ant's radar as much as does India require to be on Ant's radar, because even if you look at what happened with Zomato, as you know, when I say happened, I don't mean that as a you know conclusive sort of a chapter which has closed but when the ant commitment of 150 million dollar of investments of which just 50 has come in due to all yes. of the various regulatory and geopolitical issues zomato went out and raised substantial amounts of money without too much of a time lag if you notice right so yes. what is it that we need from ant to my mind what the startup ecosystem really requires to do is draw from the best practices that ant has brought into play it's not just the money right the money can come from several other sources and very particularly from domestic capital as siddharth has made a very strong point which is of course a different uh, line of discussion but i'm only using that to point out that it's not just the money and for all its size is profitable i think that is one aspect that indian startups would really do well to emulate sure and those are very valid points that you've raised siddharth archana thank you so much for joining us today and making this a very insightful discussion thank you indu thanks lot while there is no doubt that what the ant group has achieved is incredible it's evident that there were specific reasons and reasons unique to china why ant became the giant that it is both archana and siddharth suggest that rather than having an ant equivalent which is anyway unlikely to happen india should look at what works best for our market borrow best practices from the chinese and american playbooks and ensure there's enough domestic capital so that indian fintech startups are not at a disadvantage while competing with global peers additionally the next 500 million indian internet users will also have a key role to play in this journey that's it from me today you're listening to the morning brief from the economic times and i'm indulekha arvind today's episode was edited by devina sengupta and coordinated by shashwat mohanty do write in with your feedback bouquets brickbats to the morning brief at timesgroup.com the morning brief airs every tuesday thursday and friday Thank you for listening and have a great day. avas.com